Revolutionary Podcast coming away. This is number 354. Steve Smee here and Rick. Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? All right. So, Rick, we have uh, uh, 354. Tell us a little bit about it. So, guys, we're going to do a two-part podcast all about YouTube comments, comments on social, and some of the comments and questions on the forums all about the show. Also, we're going to include some stories, uh, client stories. Me and Steve were talking about some of the funny things, uh, guys, that we uh, consult and come up with. So we're just going to tell some stories. Obviously, no names given to protect the innocent and maybe protect the guilty, too. And uh, and we're just going to go over it with you guys. Two-part episode. Uh, it's going to be this and the next one. All about your comments, your questions, uh, everything that has to pertaining to dealing with you guys. All right. So let's get started, Rick. What what do you um tell us uh tell us about the story you had so, recently? So, oh yeah, yeah. So I was just telling Steve before the podcast started. Uh, a very common theme that I come across that, that I mean it just happens a lot. Um, I get a lot of guys, especially from social, that ask me. Um, like this very last uh, client that I've been helping out, we spoke uh, about less than a month ago. Less than a month ago today. I'd say a little bit over 20 days, less than 30 days ago. And he came to me with a bunch of very intricate questions about using Turinabol instead of Winstrol or Winstrol instead of Turinabol or using uh, maybe adding Climbutol to, to his, to his um, regimen, um, even though he's heard us on the podcast say it's no good for you because he's just really frustrated that he's unable to lose weight. He's unable to lose body fat. Now, I've seen his pictures, and I can tell you guys, and I told him right away, I said, dude, your problem is diet. Fuck all these steroids. Forget about all this chemistry. Your problem is your diet. I'm looking at your pictures right now. And here's one that is very common that pretty much everybody that's having trouble losing weight will say to me. He goes, oh, no, no, I have a great diet. As a matter of fact, I don't even need that much. I don't know why I'm so overweight. And what I always tell, I, have, I already have a, a preset speech that I tell everybody that I come across that claims that they have trouble losing weight, that they can't get their body looking tight, but they just don't eat that much. I, I eat very little, like a bird. And I tell them this. I said, look, since the first single cell organisms were here on Earth up until today, the whole world has been a struggle for gaining calories and nutrition. All of these different animals, you know, different body setups are all to just make you really efficient at gaining calories and gaining energy. You're not going to sit here today and tell me now that you are somehow this really weird special creature that's fucking overweight and you don't eat that much. That you're basically at some sort of caloric deficit or 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 very little calories and you look fat. That's that's just not gonna happen. As a matter of fact, a, a joke I make is, you know, if you better not tell anybody then, because if the government finds out the men in black are gonna come get you and dissect you to figure out how we can make soldiers that we don't have to ship a shit ton of food to. An army marches on his stomach. It's one of the problems with with displacing an army anywhere is. Once you move an army, you've got to feed it. 
So you're not going to sit here and tell me that you're somehow this watery, this fat, and you don't eat that much. The men in black could come get your ass to get dissected. It would be a breakthrough. It would just be an incredible evolutionary step for us to somehow have creatures that walk around fucking overweight, big ass motherfucker like you. And you, you eat like a little bird, as you say. I said, what you need to do is you need to start journaling everything that goes in your mouth. Count everything, even the fucking toothpaste. If you swing by the refrigerator and you just grab a sip of water, take a note of it on your phone. At the end of the day, you look back at those notes and you're going to notice you're eating a lot more than you think you are. You're putting in a lot more calories in your body than you will admit to yourself that you are. And I come across this a lot. It's, it's probably it's one of the very top themes that I have to break down with some clients and some people that just consult me, you know, because I do help a lot of people for free. I don't, I don't charge everybody. Uh, there are a lot of guys that buy my supplements, that buy my products. And from an order, everybody that talks to me about one of their orders, I always ask them about their cycle, their training program. And this particular guy really stood out to me because he was just so frustrated when we spoke, the way he looked and how much steroids he's doing. And he's on TRT and he's getting underground stuff. And he just, big bulky guy, he just can't, he just can't get the water off his tits. You know, he's a watery tit guy. And um, so from the talk, I convinced him that his problem was diet. We made a little bit of a breakthrough in the conversation because he did admit that he'll tend to, to binge eat at night some nights. And I said, binge eating at night, that's enough. You do that three, four times a week, that's enough to keep you looking fat. So how about this? Start documenting everything you eat. And then we'll really know. We'll get down to what the truth is of how many calories you're taking. I said, but I gave him a, I gave him a really good idea. I said, here's the best way, guy like you, hardworking guy like you can get really motivated really fast to get in shape to count to really lower their calories be a little bit hungry every day i said set up a date a couple months from now where you want to take some badass pictures maybe with your family maybe on your own somewhere but set this time up set the time apart and then you run a whole program all the way up until then and it'll keep you motivated. It'll also give you an end date. When you give yourself a finished date for doing something like a, a big diet like this, it really helps out. Because if you think about failing on your diet, if you think about messing up your diet, you'll remember that there is an end date to this punishment, <laughs> to this pain of being hungry. And you'll be motivated to stick with it. Well, a guy wrote me yesterday. He thanked me. He said he's lost 10 pounds, 10 fucking pounds he's lost. And this is really within the last, again, last month, not even a month went by. This guy reported he's lost 10 pounds already just from getting his diet figured out. I do try to convince everyone that talks to me that they should look into and maybe give time restricted feeding, you know, eating in a small four to six hour window, fasting, give that a shot. It helps kill the hunger. I tell guys, look, I don't, I don't care what coaches or what fitness uh, coaching marketing you've read before talking to me. You're not going to get lean and get a six pack unless you're a little bit hungry all day, every day for several days, maybe several weeks, maybe a couple of months. You're going to have to just walk around and never be fully satiated. 
you'll have to make sure that you never eat until your stomach even hurts a little bit. You eat until you're satiated and then you stop. Now, this is not everybody. There are some guys out there that will, once they get their diet together, will be able to get pretty lean without, without suffering some hunger. But for the most part, for most of you guys out there, you're going to have to suffer some hunger in order to get lean. Holy shit. Holy shit. So all these coaches were lying to me, huh? Yes, they were. All these coaches were lying to you. All of these guys on social, on Facebook, offering you uh, programs and diet programs and all this stuff saying you're not going to suffer any hunger. They're fucking lying. Most of you guys, eight out of 10 of you out there, my opinion, cite my source, me, eight out of 10 of you guys out there that are overweight, that you can't see all of your, all of your abs, you're going to need to be hungry, a little bit hungry. You're going to go from being hungry to being a little bit satiated, to being hungry to be satiated, never full, for days and days and days and weeks and weeks and weeks to even get there. That's just a, a client consultation, client story that I wanted to toss out there because I think it's really important. A lot of guys are still lying to themselves, thinking that they oh, just don't eat that much. I can't get lean. The men in black will come down in helicopters and snatch your ass up and take you to dissect you and study you. If you are that creature after millions of years of evolution, that creature that can move around, walk around, live a normal life on very tiny little caloric, like on a caloric deficit, and you're not losing weight, you're not net weight loss every day. Okay, guys, you're bullshitting yourself. You're fucking lying to yourself about how much you're really eating. So any of you guys out there now listening to the podcast that want to contact me and ask me about cutting steroids and mixing compounds and what supplements should I take with my winstrol to lose weight? I'm going to make you take a nice deep look at your diet. I'm going to look at your pictures first, by the way. Then I'm going to make you take a really deep, really intimate look at your diet and make you realize that you're taking in a lot more calories than you think you are or that you like to accept you are. You're eating a lot more than you're letting on. Many of you guys confused, get confused because you, you'll eat very little for a few days and then you'll fucking binge eat really nasty one night, couple of nights. You just break. After feeling hungry for a, few, for a couple of days, and you just break. You break and you eat until not only are you satiated, you've just taken in too many calories. So this is probably it's a good way to start off this podcast set. So with a very common theme that I run across out there with guys that are having trouble losing weight, a lot of guys go on, on social and they see my pictures. They see I stay pretty darn tight year round. I don't do a ton of steroids. I don't. I've been off of steroids now for a little bit. I'm still looking tight. Why? Diet is number one, man. Diet is numero uno, baby. And all of you guys out there lying to yourselves. Thinking that you, I don't eat that much. I'm so overweight. But I, I, but I don't eat that much. Bullshit. I'm sorry, dude. Bullshit. All right. If you really don't eat that much and you're still fat, don't fucking tell anybody. Man in black will come dissect your ass. It's like that. There hasn't been a creature, an animal, a life form in existence that doesn't need to take in the appropriate amount of calories that it needs. There won't be a, a man out there or a person that's overweight and fat 
and is not taking in the calories to sustain him being overweight and fat. That's just what it is, guys. So we'll start kick off the show with that, that quick, very, uh, the very quick story. Uh, after me and him having a very uh, strong, stern heart-to-heart talk about his diet, he got his shit together, he's lost 10 pounds already. So very, very common theme out there uh, with guys. Uh, uh, what about you, Steve? Have you seen a common theme with guys that come to ask you for, for, for steroid help and steroid advice that they probably don't have some of the other things in order first before they, they think about steroids? Have, have you seen that as well? One of the things that, you know, we see today's society, we see everybody on drugs, uh, prescription drugs, three, you know, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight prescription drugs. So they'll, um, they'll come to me, I'll, I'll set them up, set them up with good training program, good diet, steroid cycle. And then they'll, you know, give me some feedback and they'll be like, oh, by the way, I'm on, I'm on this drug for depression. I'm on this drug because I can't get my dick up. I'm on this drug for cholesterol. I'm on this drug for blood pressure. I'm on this drug for anxiety. I'm on this drug for heartburn. I'm on this drug. It's like, oh my gosh. It's like, dude, like you got to get, you got to get that fixed. You got to get that fixed. All these drugs that you're taking, these drugs that you're putting in your body, they're made in the lab. They're, they're processed. They all come with side effects, all of them. I don't care what anybody says. They all come with side effects. So, and most of the time they don't, they don't even work at best. They'll cover up the problem, but they're not fixing the problem because if you stop taking the drug for anxiety, your anxiety is going to come right back. So what the hell is the point of taking the drug? So one of the things that I struggle with on the forums and it's hard, it's very, very hard to work these forums because even the people on these forums who are staff members and moderators and reps and stuff, they don't get that concept. They don't get the concept of fixing the root cause of the problem first. And then once you're balanced, then you can use steroids. A lot of people have problems. Uh, addictions is another one. They might be addicted to uh, alcohol or recreational drug use and then they want to use steroids well you're not going to get the most out of your steroid cycle if you're drinking alcohol if you're binge drinking if you're drinking a couple beers every night if you're drinking a couple glasses of wine every night you're not going to get the most out of fitness so you know that's one of the things that i tell my clients i'm like look you know because they they you know they're honest with me and um you know i'm honest to them and i say straight up look if you're drinking alcohol it's setting you back. If you're taking all these prescription drugs, it's setting you back. You know, there's absolutely no reason to, to be on that stuff. So that's, that's one of the mistakes that we're seeing a lot. I'm not really sure um, why that is, why people take so many different drugs. I, I don't really get that concept because I don't take anything. I haven't taken a prescription drug, not even an Advil. And probably, I don't know, five, six years. So I don't, I don't get it. Um, I think, I think people just trust, you know, they, there's just so much marketing out there pushing these, these drugs. It's on TV. It's on the internet. Everyone wants a simple fix for everything. So that's probably why, 
we see we see this happen. So, you know, that's that's one of the big mistakes, Rick. How about you? Yeah, you know, I notice everybody's on prescription drugs, especially in our age group. Once you get above 35, Steve, you're uh, 38, right? 36. I'm 40 years old. And yeah, guys our age, they can't get their dick up. They've got cholesterol problems. They've got, oh man, uh, head medications for your head. Uh, look, I think if everybody out there did enough yoga and fasted, you get rid of most of your problems. Really. Most of your problems are going to really come from basically from shitty eating habits. Even if you eat healthy, if you eat all fucking day, every day, you're, you're just shooting insulin into your body day and night your body's meant to only eat for a few short spans a day for, for a very short span of the day one time maybe your body's meant to not take in calories for for a day or, or two your, your body's kind of designed to do that or your body's kind of evolved to do that because when you're out in the wild you didn't get to really eat three times a day, every day. And uh, our human form has been out in the, out about in the wild without refrigerators or stoves of supermarkets for way longer than we've had those. And it takes many, many, many generations for bodies to really evolve. So if you just practice that, time-restricted feeding, fasting on some days, you didn't overeat, you didn't eat a bunch of sugars, and then you did some yoga, you get rid of a lot of stuff. Also, some of your problems could be posture-related. Pinching a nerve or two, not even all day, just momentarily when you shift, and that alone can mess up some of the communication, some between your brain and, and, and some organs, and make something not function properly which could then cascade into something else. And then next thing you know, you're on a bunch of drugs. The doctor will give you anything before they suggest the real to the core lifestyle changes. I get a lot of guys that come to me and they are on all types of different drugs and they want to throw steroids on top of it. And I'm very careful. I tell everyone, look, I don't, I don't like to give advice or tell people with, with these pre-existing conditions and, and taking, you know, three different prescription drugs to then now throw steroids on top of it. How about we get, how about we take care of, of that uh, diabetes problem first, that cholesterol problem first? How about we look into uh, your depression and anxiety first before you throw steroids on top of that? That's a very, very common theme I, I run across too, Steve. And it just, it's just crazy to me that people will, will let doctors put them on all these drugs before they just make some core lifestyle changes to, to good dieting, to good living, to taking care of their bodies. I plan to stay prescription drug-free for uh, hopefully until the day I die. I shouldn't. My body should not need a drug every day just to function normal and whatever. And if I ever run across an issue like that, where my body is, is needing some synthetic on a daily basis to, to maintain, I'm just going to fast 
my face off and, and let my body kind of adjust once I'm, I'm, I'm not dumping food into it and see what happens. I'll, I'll try to work everything out naturally before I, I get on, I get on, on these uh, long-term drugs. That's just my personal opinion on it. Another big theme that I see out there, Steve, um, there, Steven, I don't know if you've run across this or not. A, a lot of guys that come to me for help that come to me and say, Hey, you know, I'm getting back. I used to be in great shape. I'm getting back. A lot of these dudes have relationship problems. I end up many times becoming a relationship coach on top of helping guys with their, with their body, with their physique. It's just incredible how many guys out there get divorced, you know, get separate from their wife. Their wife leaves them for another dude, which is a very common theme, by the way. You have no idea, bro. You have no idea how many guys I know that claim that they're friendly with their, with their wife and their wife's new husband. Somehow they, they, have a, they have a communication and that they're just, oh, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm over it. No, you're fucking not, dude. You're over here talking to me about doing these big cycles and getting ripped and getting uh, looking as good as you did in college. You're just doing that to try to get her back, bro. And as soon as she doesn't respond to your new uh, physique, you're just going to quit. You're out here wasting everybody's fucking time. My, my, my time wasted because you're not going to be a lifer in this. You're only doing this because she left you. She got tired of other things. It wasn't your body. Other situations in the marriage made her go. Have you seen any of that, Steve? Any any guys with, with emotional and, and woman issues jumping on steroids? Well, that goes back to what I was saying before. You got to fix yourself and maybe balance before you open up that can of worms. And even before you get into a relationship, you got to be balanced. Because you go into a relationship unbalanced you're putting a lot of pressure on the person that you're going with to balance yourself. And that's not fair to them. You know, and I'm not just talking about financial situations. I've dated divorced women and they've told me, you know, they told me early, early on dating, they're like straight up, like, look, you know, divorce, you know, ruined me financially. And I'm not even really worried about that because money, money comes and goes. But I'm more worried about the psychological damage of, you know, the, the, the relationship, if there was abuse, if there was cheating, if there was, um, you know, that sort of thing happening. So, you know, you've got to really just find yourself before you subject another person to your, your problems. But, you know, this kind of segues in, in, into my next thing that I, that I deal a lot with. It's the whole, this guy looks good. He looks good. He's a pro bodybuilder, so I should just listen to him. Now, obviously, right off the bat, we all know there's marketing. Um, in any anything out there, there's marketing. You have uh, Patrick Mahomes or any quarterback in the NFL. They're on TV pushing uh, Subway. They're pushing insurance companies. They're pushing you know all kinds of products that are very very crappy that you shouldn't be eating or you shouldn't be buying their products or getting their insurance but you know they're paid to promote them we all know that i would think and the same thing happens in bodybuilding just because jay cutler or ronnie coleman they're on instagram they post the picture of a supplement 
they're being paid to promote that supplement. They're probably getting a little commission from it. They're getting paid up front, whatever. That doesn't mean you gotta, you know, you should go out and get that supplement. It doesn't mean that supplement made them the way they are, but you know, obviously the most of the people who listen to this podcast are intelligent enough to already know that. But what I'm talking about more is that, wow, this guy is big. This guy is muscular. This guy's a pro bodybuilder. So if I just follow what he does with his diet, with his training, with the steroids he uses, using the insulin, using the HGH, I'm going to turn into him. Well, the misconception in bodybuilding more than other sports, there's a difference as an NFL quarterback, Rick, being able to throw a ball 70 yards down the field or a kicker that can kick the ball 60 yards through the uprights. Okay. You know, obviously 99.9% .9 of people can't do such a feat. Okay. Baseball players, a pitcher can pitch a ball hundred miles an hour, obviously, a normal person can't, you know, they're gifted, they're gifted athletes for that particular skill or sport. It's the same thing in bodybuilding. That's a misconception. I got a lot of clients come to me because they'll read about this guy who did the cycle and he looks a certain way. I don't know if you remember this, Rick, but years ago on EF, um, you should remember it. You were a sponsor of this, but there was a, uh, a competition on, on EF to uh, see who could have the best transformation it was a transformation contest yes yeah. yes not and need to build muscle sponsored it. i remember yeah so uh, you know you you sponsored you're one of the sponsors but uh, everybody was basically using all the guys who did it were using trend they were using tons of steroids mastron winstrol anavar all the cutting steroids and really after that transformation, there was probably, I don't know, 100, at least 100 guys that, that got into the contest. But in the, the day, there was only one guy who you could look at and be like, wow, this guy looks like he could step on stage and win a trophy. The other ones, you know, look just like average guys. So even though everybody was using the same steroids, everyone was using the same supplements, everyone was using the same protocols, everyone was busting their ass. Granted, you know, they improved, but some of them just look like average guys, you know? So it's not that easy. It's it's the same concept. Wayne Gretzky, Rick, I'm sure you know who he is. He's the greatest hockey player of all time. He went and he coached Arizona Coyotes for, I don't know, four or five, six years maybe. And they were consistently one of the worst teams in, in their conference. They never once made the playoffs. Michael Jordan... He went and became general manager of uh, a team. I can't remember the team. It was a team in the South. I can't remember the name of the team, but he was horrible. He was the worst GM. He made horrible trades. He made horrible draft picks. They couldn't even uh, fill their arena. There was probably like 2,000 people who would show up to the games because the team was consistently one of the worst teams. So just because you're a gifted athlete doesn't make you a gifted coach. Doesn't mean you're gifted at giving people advice. There's a difference, you know? Uh, there's a difference between being a great coach. Some of the best NFL coach of all time, Bill Belichick, he never played professional sports. Never. He never even played college sports. Uh, so it's, it's completely different. So just because someone looks a certain way doesn't necessarily mean they know what the fuck they're talking about. They're just gifted genetically for that particular sport. What else you got? You know what? A lot of these uh, guys want to just train, look good, get some money, and not deal with anybody. 
But a lot of them, because of the monetary incentive, they try to take on clients. They develop these programs. And a lot of it is bullshit, guys. You know, Facebook uh, tailors the algorithm to your surfing. So I get a ton of these ads from these quote-unquote coaches telling me I'm going to be able to scale my online training business to, you know, 1,000 clients a month. I'm sitting there going, looking at it like, fuck, I, I can only talk to about three guys a day. That's about it. That's about all the all the time and patience I have for clients is about talking to maybe three guys a day and, and you know, following them up with emails and programs. That's about it. If you want to do a really good job for someone and really get down to the core of the problem, really sit there with them and ask them everything about their life and their situation, their health, their mental state, their history. A good 45 minutes I spent just taking notes down. And then we discuss how some of my suggestions can fit in their lifestyle. Sometimes I'll say, hey, so do this, do that. I'll be like, oh, wait a minute. I, I can't do that. I forgot to tell you. I'm taking this medication also. So I can't do that. It, it just takes so long to really, really help someone, really live to them fully and do a good job for them. That when I see the, these online ads uh, telling me I can scale my coaching business, to 10,000 10, clients. I mean, just ridiculous numbers, something that would be undoable. I, I'd never be able to really talk to all these people, remember every conversation when we speak again, have a history. I just won't be able to do it. So a lot of these guys are just, they, they put a little program together. It's very cookie cutter. They put maybe three or four cookie cutter programs together. And when you sign up, you pay this money. You might have a very short initial consult. The guy will never fucking remember who you are again. You get this cookie cutter program. Look, guys, in order to take on clients, you got to really love this. I, I like picking up the phone, talking to a new guy and hearing his story. Everybody's story is a little bit different, but they all center around some of the same themes. I like helping people figure things out about themselves and their lives that they didn't. They hadn't figured out before. Like this guy, this guy came to me. He had a whole list of questions about cutting steroids and cutting program, and cutting drugs and supplements. He said, look, 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 cut, cut, cut all that shit out. What the fuck is your diet? Because I'm looking at your pictures. You watery as fuck. What is up with your diet? Ah, oh, Rick, I don't even eat that much. I eat very little. Bullshit, dude. Man in black are coming to get you. Be quiet. Don't tell anybody. Now what's really going on? Oh, Rick, you know, I do tend to binge eat at night. Ding, 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 ding. That's it. And then I get a message less than a month later, bro, I lost 10 pounds. Steve, this fucking guy who said he couldn't lose weight, who said he got good diet and, and he just needed better drugs. He lost 10 pounds on just some diet suggestions. That to me is fucking incredible. That makes my whole day. I love it. I love helping people out. I mean, it's, it's just... There's a bit of curiosity always when you talk to a new person about what makes them tick, what's really going on in their lives. And I just don't see anybody being able to serve this many people as, as some of these uh, ads on the algorithm show me when I'm on social to scale my online business to a million they don't, dollars They a don't. Year. There was a guy, I think his name was Zimmerman. He made like a million dollars in a year. And what he would do, he hired this girl to work with him. And the girl was the one who would uh, email back 
with everybody. And he was just copy and she would copy pasty the same diet. Like you said, wouldn't even be three different ones. It would be the same one to everybody, the same workout. The there was same a girl diet. too. There was a girl that, that, that did the same thing too. There was another girl that got in trouble over it on, on, uh, on Instagram. But, but she, something. he paid her 50,000 bucks to do that. And he, he pocketed the rest of a million dollars to me. That's fraud. I mean, I, that's fraud. But the thing is, I think with something like that, you'd have to get in touch with everybody and do like a class action lawsuit. And you'd have to get a lawyer who is willing to, you know, come in to that and maybe get like a percentage, like 10%, 20% of how much you get back. So that would, and then at the end of the day, you know, he could just basically not pay out and there's really nothing you can do. I mean, so it's a tough, it's a tough situation. Yeah. But if you're, if you're going to pay someone, this is why I don't do these um, copy pasty thing. Obviously, first of all, it's immoral. I have morals, but number two, I don't feel like I'm helping the person. So I prefer to do either phone or Skype consultations. This way I'm talking to you one-on-one and we can go over everything and I can lead you in the right direction. I'll do email consultations as well. And in email consultations, you have the floor, not me. You have the floor. You you tell me any questions you have and I answer them. So it's it's not going to be a situation where I can copy paste the same answer to everybody. So it's all tailored to you. So that's what you got to do. But, you know, these guys, they, they have so many clients. They have 100, 200, 300 clients that they have to do that because they – they can't keep up with everyone. So some of them take yeah. on more, Steve. Some of them, some of them have several hundred guys that they don't, they don't never know. They don't do anything custom for. Look, I have it in my brain to keep up with maybe just over a hundred people in a, in a certain month. A guy will call me. And as soon as I start to re remember who he is, I'll remember everything he's told me. I remember that that time in high school that he was in the hospital over this or that. I'll remember why his wife left them and i'll remember what drugs she's been doing once i remember who the guy is i remember his whole story everything he's ever told me and i can keep that in my brain back there a couple hundred people or more i've had guys to come back after a year or two and i remember everything that him and i talked about i would not be able to do that with thousands of clients per month like these guys are claiming it's, it's just impossible and when it comes to to storylines and, and remember some everything someone told me about their life, I'm pretty damn good at that. It's, it's almost it's almost a gift with not a, a ton of notes, just looking over some very basic notes. I'm able to remember and, and get caught up right away on the string of, of everything that's happened in your life, because I don't I can't give you advice for you unless I know about your history. But the, the these guys um, that are out there, they're just they're just marketing tools you know they're not they're not really out to help people some of them the clients are, are a burden are, are, are the way to monetize and so they have to deal with them you know guy like me i don't charge everybody that i help man if you, if you buy some of my supplements um you're gonna have my cell phone number in your descriptor and your credit card <laughs> and you're going to say all right i'll call rick right now you know, that's the number that comes up on your on your on your credit card statement, a personal line that I carry around everywhere. And I'm not going to charge you money to talk to me. I'm I'm happy to hear you out. I'm happy to know what's going on with your life. And I and I I, I actually enjoy that. And so because I enjoy it, I like to to do it right. 
give everybody the attention. I can only, you can only do that with a limited amount of people. And so what, what ends up happening is some of these guys maybe have great genetics, great looking dudes, and people truly want to work with them, want to, want to hover around them, want to talk to them. And it's just a necessary evil for them to monetize, to have to deal with all these uh, people, normal people that they, they probably think they're too good for. One of the one of the things uh, we have time for maybe one more per person, but one of the other things that I get a lot is a lot of misinformation that's that's out there. You guys have to remember on social media, anybody can can uh, start an account, build you know, and buy followers, and then start putting out a lot of controversial stuff and you know, bring in a lot of, of the wrong people and adding them and all that stuff and build up a big following. And when you have a big following, people want to follow you. I mean, if you look at someone on, on YouTube, for example, and you look at how many followers they have, and they only have like 1500 followers. You're like, ah, he's probably not worth following. But then if you look at it and he's got a hundred thousand or 200,000 followers, you're like, damn, maybe I should follow him too. So that's the misconception too. Anybody can make an account. Anyone can build a following list. Doesn't mean they know what they're talking about. That's so that's one of the misconceptions that even smart people fall for, Rick. And we have to kind of be aware of that. There is no filter filtering on social media. That's the problem. Anybody can post anything. They can say that pig urine grows muscle by 25%. Okay. I mean, they could post a fake study showing anything and then get you to drink pig urine. I mean, there's just no, which is very anabolic, by the way, <laughs> there's no filtration <laughs> on these sites. Like it's not the way it used to. I'll use sports as another analogy. I know Rick, you don't like sports, but I'll use sports as an analogy. Remember back in the day when we watched sports growing up as kids, you young guys don't know what I'm talking about, but to get the score of the game, you'd have to wait till the next day to read the newspaper to find out the score of the game if you didn't watch it. We didn't have DVRs. We didn't We didn't have anything like that. So I couldn't DVR the game and then the next day watch it. I couldn't pull it up on my smartphone and follow the game live on my smartphone. That was unheard of. So, and then to if you wanted to hear about the news happening with your team you'd have to read the newspaper or maybe once a week there would be a 30-minute show on espn that you could watch now there's freaking 24 hours sports channels there's 24 hours, there's tons of websites that talk about this stuff i check them out i have like i go on cbs sports line i go um to espn i go to nfl.com i can there's so many websites that you can go online and look at if you follow sports it's not like it was when i grew up and with that comes there's a lot of people that talk about sports that have no business talking about sports because back then when i grew up the ones that were on tv maybe were former coaches they were, they were former GMs, they were former scouts, they were former players who actually knew the game and understood the game. Now anybody can start up. There's people with freaking 200,000 followers on, on YouTube or Twitter or any of these social platforms that talk about sports, and they never even fucking played the sport in their life. They don't know shit about it. They don't know the difference between a screen pass and screen porch. So there's no filtering. Anybody can do anything. 
And it's it's really bad, man. There's so much bad information out there. So transfer that to bodybuilding, Rick. There's bad information on bodybuilding. A lot of the information out there is bad. So on these podcasts, we try to, you know, try to give you guys good information between me, Rick, a mobster, who's also my uh, who's my co-host on the other podcast. We've got like close to 100 years of training experience. You know what I'm saying? And it's we know what we're, what we're talking about on this stuff. We've been on the forums collectively, I don't know how long, maybe 40 years between the three of us. So we've seen it all. We've done it all. So, you know, that's what they're friends. And these guys, some 19-year-old kids decides to start a YouTube channel. And he doesn't, he doesn't know shit. You know, you're going to listen to him. Then you're probably going to get bad information. So that's that's the misconception. But that for some reason in bodybuilding and weight training and fitness – that niche attracts a lot of these scammers, a lot of these grifters, because everybody wants to look good, you know? So they're going to do whatever it takes to look a certain way. It's not like I want to go be a Super Bowl winning quarterback, so I'm going to go throw a football 100 times a day. I want to be a kicker in the NFL, so I'm going to go to the football field and start kicking balls, and maybe I'll get a tryout on a football team. That's absurd, right? Well, how come in bodybuilding everyone thinks that they can just pop, listen, to, you know, watch a couple of YouTube videos, and wow, now you're ready to run a twenty-week uh, cycle using five different compounds. So that's that's the little dichotomy there. So it's something I fight. I fight all the time. You know, I know I'm not going to win the the war, but at least I can win a, a battle here and there and, and help people. So Rick, we have a time for one more if you want to do one more before we finish up. Yeah. So uh some of the themes that I, I see come across me a lot, I want to tell you guys. So look, don't contact anybody about your about your steroid, your cutting steroid cycle. Not me, not Steve. Just don't go out of your way to ask anybody about cutting steroids and cutting steroid cycles and cutting drugs. Until you've been a little bit hungry all day, every day, for several weeks. Okay? Just, let's just start off with that, guys. If you're satiated, overeating sometimes, and you contact me, you hit up Steve, you go on the forums asking about diet drugs, asking about how to stack drugs together, but you've just been on fucking unwilling to be hungry, just a little bit hungry. You don't have to be starving, just a little bit hungry. From the time you wake until the time you sleep for several days, several weeks, do that. Do that for two months. And if you're still having trouble, if, you, if it's still not working, you come and see us. Or better yet, be just if you, if you want me to help you with your cutting cycle, just come to me when you're already at 10, 9% body fat. Then I can help you. Then, then there's something I can help you figure out with chemistry to get you down, you know, for that photo shoot for that show. Maybe if you don't have a coach and you just want my, you just want some of my input, then we can do something. But if you come to me and you're in the, in the meat teens body fat, and you're asking me about st stacking turinabol or other steroids, I'm just going to, I'm just, we're going to have a diet talk. We're going to have a willpower talk. We're going to have a talk of how much commit, how committed you are to your health and your body. I'm sorry, guys. I know you don't want to hear that, but that's what that's what's going to happen. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to demand that we see some pictures. Demand to see on your social, see see what the fuck you look like. Once I figure out 
that you're just not even dieting properly, but you want to talk to me about cutting cycles and you want to you want to come here and put the carriage in front of the horse. I'm going to tell you no. If you're having trouble growing, if you're having trouble gaining that muscle mass, you should be gaining from all the steroids you're taking. If you're having trouble just gaining, you know, that that huge, that great physique, even though you're taking a ton of drugs, but you're not taking every rep to failure. And what I mean by failure is not, oh, my muscles are burning. I'm going to put the bar down. I failed. No. Failure is when you really can't go anymore. Failure is when you feel like there's a knife being stuck in that muscle that you're working. Failure is when you have a training partner and he helps you get the bar up for a couple of times. And then maybe you do some negatives. Maybe you do some static at the very end just to squeeze that muscle out. If you're not doing that and you come to me to ask me about your your bulking steroids and gaining mass and all this stuff, we're, we're going we're gonna to have a serious talk about your training and your mindset when you lift the bar. Because that's a real problem. That's where a lot of your real problems lie. So those two things, guys, you don't, 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 don't come to me to ask me uh, all this stuff. And you're not, you're not even doing the right things to begin with, because I'm going to just bring you back to reality. I'm not out here to sell you a bunch of stuff. I, you know, I just want to help people get, I want to help people get to where they need to be. And I know in the process, I'll be able to make a living for myself doing it. That's it. I don't need to directly go for the closing, directly go for, for the conversion to sale. I, I don't. I just want to put information out, share with people everything that I've lived throughout my lifetime, do something very positive and, and help people's lives with all this knowledge that I have in my head. And at some point along the way, I know that I'll make a living out of it. And I do. But you guys need to understand that when you come to me, Especially you go to Steve too, and you start and you lead with steroid questions, but you're in the teens of body fat, 20% body fat. I've had 20% body fat motherfuckers come to me and tell me they need to take one strong. I mean, uh, you know how that conversation went. So that's, uh, that's a couple of things. Also with your, um, with your girl problems out guys out there, almost every dude I run into has girl problems. <laughs> I end up being, you know, uh, a 50% uh, fitness coach, 50% relationship coach sometimes. Because I realize a lot of your motivation and a lot of your drive for making big lifestyle changes, for doing all it is, it's got something to do with some girl that broke your heart or some girl that you want to get with. And you're really over and you're just complicating all these things uh, because you don't know how to, how to deal with females. So, one of the things you want to do, guys, is just stop over pursuing all these women. Stop chasing all these women around. Work on yourself. Work on your on your goals, on your progress. Be busy. Be a busy motherfucker with all, with all of your projects, with all the books you're reading, with the good stuff, with listening to our podcast. Be a busy motherfucker. Be a desirable guy. Don't over pursue these women. Don't overchase these women, okay? And if they drift away, if they go away, don't go in there and start chasing them and apologizing for things you think that you did wrong. Don't, don't put these women on a pedestal. A lot of guys do that. A lot of guys that were maybe players in their 20s and had, their, their, had as many women as they wanted, once they turn around their 30s, 
and they decide they just get it in their head. You know, it's time to settle down. It's time to settle down. You'll grab anything. They were really good women that you ran across that you just kind of left because you weren't ready. But now that you're ready, you're going to take this thought that you just met and you're going to glory. You think she's going to be your wife. Even though you, you, you blew a bunch of really good opportunities with good women, good high quality women that were worth it because you, you weren't ready yet to, to settle down. And now you're going to sit here and try to, to make a lot out of, out of not much. You're going to sit here and try to make something big out of nothing. And you need to understand, guys out there, all of you guys out there, stop over pursuing these women. And also, don't, don't, don't build them up in your head. Don't pump them up in your head. Don't sell them to yourself. I, I've run across a lot of successful dudes, good sales guys too, some of them, who sell themselves on the idea that this woman is worth pursuing. Look, if you're on the phone with me and you're already taking steroids, and you're and you're you know worried about getting this girl, getting her back, all this stuff. You're already fucked up, okay? Because taking steroids, having a good body and a good lifestyle should be your lifestyle, and everything else that comes with it is something else. But if you're making lifestyle changes over over something a female is doing or stop doing, it's not you're not gonna sustain it. It's not going to be sustainable. You've got to do all this stuff for yourself because you like it because you love it. So um, that's it, man. That's all. That's all I have for you guys on on this uh, particular podcast, Steve. Uh, anything else? No, we're gonna have a part two. Uh, this was more of a serious episode, guys. But the next one's gonna be more fun. We're gonna read some hate mail. Uh, we really don't get much hate mail um, compared to other guys, but we still get some. And we're gonna read some other comments as well. So it's gonna be more of a fun show. Um, and we're gonna talk about some of the the funny things that um, that we hear back from you guys and some of your concerns. Yeah, some, some guys out there that are uh, in decent shape and are quote-unquote influencers, they fucking hate doing all of this. They'd like to just go to the gym and get a bunch of money and be done. But, you know, creating content for you guys, making videos for you guys, uh, talking to you guys is a chore to them. It's something that they have to do in order to monetize because how else are you going to monetize in the fitness realm if you're not willing to, to help people and talk to people? And so they just see it as a necessary evil. And they'd rather just work out and get paid like a lot of professional bodybuilders do. They work out and they get paid to take pictures. An interview here and there, but they're not taking on clients. Guys like me and Steve, uh, we were just helping people out because it's, it's in us. You know, the reason I got, the reason the door opened to me to, to come into this industry is in my very, very, I think it was 20 years old, I was on Elite Fitness. That's how old Elite Fitness is, man. It's over 20 years old website. I was on Elite Fitness on my free time helping guys out, commenting, putting up content, stuff that I've read from Dan Duchesne in Muscle Media 2000, Bill Phillips stuff. I, I would, I would uh, at that point, just kind of regurgitate, parrot back a little bit with my own ideas on things. And the owner at the time, the owner of the website, seen me, seen my, my level of writing and how I was, I was very helpful. He, and he said, oh, he checked my IP in the back of the, of the website. And he said, oh, this kid's in New York. And he insisted that I come in for an interview because he wanted to give me a job uh, as director of sales for his uh, supplement company, Mass Quantities. I, I just liked sharing information, helping people. And I just organically just kind of fell into place here. And I still, I, I love doing this podcast. I love helping people out. I, it, it makes me feel like I'm 
I'm fucking doing something in my life when I can help a guy figure something out in his life, in his diet, in his health that maybe nobody else was able to figure out. And, that, and that's that, actually that's, me, like, that's actually one of the hate mails that we're going to read on next one. It's someone who's upset that we're talking about this stuff. And that's yeah. that's wrong. Look at look at Tesla. I don't know what just popped in my head. Tesla. They do electric cars. How do you think Tesla got so successful? The company Tesla got so successful. It's from learning and networking and learning from prior car companies that have tried to get into that industry of electric cars and not been successful. They learned the mistakes. They learned the, the right things, the wrong things, and they learned from that. And now they've been able to be a successful company because of that. It's the same thing what we do. If we're not talking about this stuff, if we're not networking, if not sharing information, we're never going to advance in this industry. We'll just be stuck. You know, uh, it, it, can you imagine if Arnold was around today with all the information we know? He, he was the smartest guy in the 70s in, in the in the industry. He was the smartest guy out there. But can you imagine today if he knew what he what we know today when it comes to everything? I mean, my gosh, he would be he would be absolutely sick. So, I mean, we got to keep we got to keep networking. We got to keep uh, discussing this stuff. That's why the forums are so important. Come on, evolution.org. Hit me up, Steve, SMI. I would answer any of your questions on the forums and we'll, um, you know, we'll help you out. And uh, logs, logs are very good. Logs are the best thing, especially with the pandemic coming out of the pandemic, trying to get back in shape. If you start up a log, that's the best thing you can do because you can keep honest with yourself and we can push you to get better. So I strongly encourage starting a log. All right, Rick, anything else? Ricky V rock. Dot com. That's R-I-C-K-Y, V as in victory, R-O-C-K.com. Ricky V Rock, it'll send you to my fans page. Uh, from there, you can also find my personal profile. Just come on through. Say what's up. Say hi. Uh, shoot me a message. I get messages from all you guys that listen to this podcast every day. I answer every single person that hits me up on social, that emails me. I'm very appreciative of all you guys that find this podcast and find us and continue to listen to us and get your information from us. There's so many different dudes out there, so many different guys that are putting out misinformation, so many guys that, that look great, but they just hate working with people, but they have to do it because of monetization. When you guys come around and you find me and Steve and you uh, and you listen to our podcast and you follow our content, I mean, I, I appreciate the hell out of every single person that takes time out of their day, their week to come join us and stay motivated, listening to us talk about bodybuilding day after day. And us talking about steroids and compounds that change the way you look and feel day after day. So uh, thank you guys out there. And I look forward to serving more people from here on until the day I die. I look forward to helping and, and improving many, many more lives. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a straight. All right, guys. So this was number 354, part one. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week for another one, 350. It's going to be 355, actually, the next one we do. It's going to be a special episode. For Steve Smee and Rick, Evolution.org podcast. Talk to you next week. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, 
and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.